Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I'm honestly so grateful that you're subscribed to my podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. This podcast, as you know, is all about bringing servant leaders to share their stories and life experiences with you all in the hopes to help more people to find their true purpose and meaning to life. Today, I have an incredible guest who I cannot wait to share her wisdom with you all. Her name is Lizanne Nicoline, and she grew up in Holland and has always followed where life guided her. She had a passion for dancing from a young age, and so she became a professional dancer, model, and actress. But after a few years in the industry, she got completely stuck, meaning she couldn't even look at herself in the mirror anymore, and she didn't know what to do. She wanted her work to have deeper meaning and inspire people, whether she'd be modeling, dancing, teaching, or coaching. It had to have more depth, come from her heart, and that's when her movement called My Heart Moves was born because she believes our heart always speaks to us, it's just that we have forgotten how to listen. In this episode, Lizanne shares how being open-minded would attract many amazing opportunities into your life and also how following your gut feeling and heart will lead you to find your purpose and life's mission. So without further ado, let's get straight into this episode. Hey Lizanne, thank you so much for being on the Purposeful Mindset podcast. I am so grateful to have an hour of your time today to just have this conversation. As I always say in all my episodes and the listeners know, I'm just a real guy. I'm just genuine. I just get straight to the point. I want to keep it authentic and real for them to listen to. And I never do this interview style show. It's just for me. I want to bring on someone that I know is ambitious, that's working hard towards their dreams and their goals and their vision. And I genuinely just have this podcast because I want to learn from the guests. And I know that the people listening just just by default get to learn from the guests. So I guess for me, it was a way of me having a, like getting other people to listen into my conversations with the people that I meet on a daily basis. That's what the podcast is for me. So I just want to say thank you so much um, for just being on the show. And I genuinely just want you to, this, the show, basically this is all yours. I want you to just kind of share who you are, what you're doing at the moment. And basically your story was so inspiring. And just for the listeners, the way I met Lizanne was from an event in London. And as you guys know, I love events. So most of the people that I meet nowadays are from, an, from social media or from an event. Lizanne was one of those speakers that I met at an, at an event in London. And uh, along with another two amazing souls. And I just learned so much. And I remember at the end of the event, she came to me and she just said, you have this amazing energy. <laughs> You remember that? Yeah. And I was just like feeling so grateful and humbled. But uh, again, like uh, it's, it's all yours, Lizanne. Please like just introduce yourself and share with everyone like, like what, what, it is, what it is that you're up to. And I genuinely just want to hear your story because I, I got bits and bobs from the event, but I want to I wanna go deep today. Amazing. I'm really excited to be on here. And thank you for asking me and having me. Um, and I meant what I said, like your energy is just amazing. Um, and I love your drive and how you work and how you just, because of, of course, since the event, I've been following you on social media and you're just so constantly delivering great value, which is truly noticeable energy wise coming from a place of service. I really want to just acknowledge you for that before we dive in. Um, so and yeah, hi everyone. My name is Lisana. 
Um, I'm originally from the Netherlands, Holland. I currently live in Rotterdam, a beautiful apartment. Um, it's, it's an absolutely amazing city to live in. It's been one of my favorite cities to live in. And I've mainly been a free spirit traveling the world. I'm kind of like a world citizen. I lived in London for four years, traveled the world full time for a year. Um, I've been all over and really I go wherever my life and my heart takes me. And my whole business, um, my whole brand has always been my heart moves, uh, moving my life from my heart and teaching others to do the same because there's so much external noise nowadays and there's so many, including podcasts and books and social media and, and even science that tells us how we should live to live optimally. And it's so many things and there's so much noise and there's so much being shouted at us like this is the way, this is how you have to live and everything else is wrong. And then something completely opposite is the complete way again. And it's really like we live in our bodies 24-7 our whole life. We, if we take an opportunity and a chance to dive in and to really explore the depths of our being and to go internally and have the courage to do that internal work um, because you're going to come across the bad, the good, the ups and downs, all of it, we can do that. But when we do that, when we start getting really, really deep into ourselves and learning to build the trust and relationship with our intuition, with our soul, with our heart, with our gut, we always know what is the exact right thing for us. And it might not make sense to anyone externally, um, but really that's where my heart most came from, of just feeling so cluttered and, and just like pulled in so many directions by society of how I should be and how I should be doing life that I was, I just got completely stuck. And I was like, really all I want to do from now on is, is just allow my intuition to guide me because that's never been wrong. Really. Um, then that was like my heart was originally, Oh gosh, maybe like five, six years ago. Um, and since then it's been an exploration for different, really using different vehicles in the end spread the same message. And that has now led me into um, deep transformational coaching. So I support people mainly through life-changing events and beyond. Um, things like cancer, disease, trauma, post-traumatic stress, losing of a loved one, like the really like the heavy life-changing events in our life. And when we're in that roller coaster, we're just on survival mode. But there comes a time after that when it's kind of like the quiet after the storm. And it's like, okay, who am I now? What is my new normal? Like every rediscovering who you are and what you now choose to do with this next chapter. It's kind of like this clean slate. Um, and I support people doing that. And um, besides that, I also support people with just optimizing their health and their body and nutrition from the inside out. So everything I do is in a very holistic, integrative way. Um, all of my coaching and everything I do is very much based on... Um, Ecology, like working with the systems of our life, working with mindfulness, working with ontology, like studying the, like ontology really is a study of being, how we're being and the essence of how we're showing up and how that determines results in our life. And how we can shift that because I've always wanted to really go to the root cause of things in life. Mm-hmm. I don't like the external quick fixes. Yeah. We used to be a personal trainer and like all of that. And like, it's like, yeah, train someone for an hour, but then what? There's 23 hours in the day mm. where <laughs> they're not inter- the rest of the day. Yeah. And it's still an external, like it's a plaster on top of a wound or like a way of coping. Like, 
a lot of the language, especially in the UK, I'm hearing a lot right now. It's like I'm coping with anxiety. Mm. And that language is just like it crawls my skin with the most like com- from the most compassion way. But if you're coping with something, you're not actually solving it. And you're not actually going to the root cause of the something in order to dissolve it and transmute it and to move beyond it into a new, um, a newer, more upgraded version of yourself. And it's, it, it, it's very much the linguistics of victim consciousness. Or like, I'm coping with this. Mm. Like, it's that negative it, self-talk, isn't it? That kind of yeah. st- stops people from really just becoming that best version of themselves. Definitely. So this, it's really just, that's just a, really, a little bit of an insight of how my brain works and, and what I'm up to in the world. It goes to the different vehicles, right? I, I was a professional dancer, dancing, modeling, acting in the entertainment industry for most of my life. Um, and then rolled into the personal training fitness industry because I felt like I had to give more and, and speak more and do more in the world. So I really wanted to create an impact. And from there on, I went into um, coaching people after cancer, after I lost my dad to cancer. Mm-hmm. And that transformed then again into broadening it a little bit into coaching people after life-changing events. Um, and now currently, actually, my main focus is my network marketing uh, business and my team and like supporting people and creating an additional income stream um, and what I said nutrition which it's just and that's really what I always love people to get it's like there's never going to be one thing that you're going to be doing in your life mm-hmm. it is going to be different vehicles but the purpose the underlying message the underlying work that you're meant to do in the world is going to remain the same so whether I am having a conversation with a friend, whether I'm on a podcast, whether I am like showing people how to create an extra income stream, whether I'm doing a coaching session, whether I'm training a client, in the end, the work is the same. Mm-hmm. It is what's underneath that and where am I coming from? Yeah, and what is my purpose. essence that I'm bringing? The purpose, yeah. Um, so I, I, yes, I have been doing many things um, and I'm learning to narrow things down <laughs> as we're always on a journey. I'm like simplifying life right now. Um, which is just, yeah, it's been an absolute blessing. That's amazing. I love that. And, and something that I, like, I want to just add on to that as well is I can, I can truly, I, when I first met you and you were telling me about your network marketing business and that's what you're growing at the moment, I, obviously I straight away resonated with it because for the listeners that don't know, actually, I think some of, them do, some of you guys do know, but for those of you that haven't kind of seen that or heard of that part of my journey, was my whole journey started from network marketing. It was because of network marketing, my life changed and I found my purpose. And like you said, it's not always one vehicle that's going to take you to the end. See, for me, I did network marketing for five years and I loved it. Freaking like it was, I'm so grateful. Like I'm so grateful that I found the industry, that I found my mentors within that industry, that I found personal development, mindset, coaching, psychology, sales. I learned everything from that industry, but for some reason, after five years, I, f- I felt when I was speaking at some of those stages at the events, I felt a more deeper purpose was for me to just be a speaker and travel the world, spread my message and genuinely help people as I was already doing in, in, in the business anyways. But I felt like my true calling was just to just be this one speaker that speaks about personal development my journey of how I went from a super shy, um, like timid kid that couldn't speak to women 
to this super positive, confident guy today that can speak to everyone and anyone. But it was all because of personal development. And it was just because of that journey of five years doing that and growing and basically opening my mind because I was one of those people that I live here in London and I pretty much never really used to even go out of my area. You know, I was just stuck in one area because all I was doing is going to work, coming home, that's it. And I used to just play Call of Duty, as I, as I told the listeners before. So I was like, I had no life, really. I just had to go to work, come back home. And then obviously when network marketing business came into my life through a friend of mine, introduced me to everything. And then he just showed me the one book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and he changed my life. Mm. Yeah. It all started from there. One page, you know, the quadrant, the ESBI. Saw that, I was like, freaking hell, that's it. Like my life changed. I never, ever heard about financial education. No one's ever taught me about money. No one's ever taught me about how to become a big business owner or an investor in my life. All I've been ever taught my whole life was go to school, get an education, get a job and get married, have kids and then die. And that's what I, that's what I knew. So I was just so grateful that for that industry because it, it opened up my mind. It taught me so much. I got to travel, went to Dubai, went to Malaysia. Um, and I met incredible people that came from like really like that's when I really opened my eyes when it ter- in terms of like meeting people from kind of less privileged backgrounds. And I was just like, man, that's when I truly understood what gratitude is. And I was mm. like, man, these people have, like, they, like the stories I heard from like people selling tea on the street to start earning like $40,000 a week. And I was like, hold on a minute. Like, yeah. If this industry like can help someone like that, surely like I'm, I'm born in London. I can speak English. I can speak my language. I've got so much passion and energy. Surely I can do this, man. So I was on a mission and I was just going out there. But um, I guess for the listeners, the whole point I'm trying to make is you don't have to rely on one, one specific thing in your life. Things change in your life. You're going to find different vehicles. You're going to find different passions as well. But you just have to, like um, Lisiane said, that you have to focus on narrowing it down to a more cl- clear vision. So for me, that clear vision was, let me, I just want to be a speaker, speak about what I love, what I'm passionate about, and hopefully add value to other people's life. And just because of this natural energy I had, I want to give that to people. So it was, it was, that's why I really resonate with that. But also, I know that you said that, you know, you came from the entertainment background. Um, and so talk to me about, a little bit about that, because I know most of the people nowadays, as you were talking about social media as well and the distractions, talk to me a little bit about the entertainment industry, because I believe that, it's because, like, I, th- I think that social media is basically just like an entertainment hub. Oh, for yeah. some reason, when you post, like, entertaining things, that's when you get the most views, the most likes, the most comments, and all of that kind of stuff. And when you start posting personal development stuff or something inspirational, people just like, uh, should I really watch this? Or uh, they need to specifically make time to watch it. What's been your, your like, what's, what's kind of, like, your take on that? Mm. Well, the first thing is that it's going to challenge people's familiarity and it's going to challenge people's egos and it's going to challenge what you know 100%. and we, when we don't know what we don't know it's very safe mm. but once we know there is a different way of doing life there's a better way of doing life that might, maybe actually we are responsible for every single thing that we're creating in our life that's mm. very confronting for a lot of people to hear so then if the choice is oh I'm going to watch Love Island and that's kind of just going to be quick fix kind of like instant gratification entertainment mm. it's not going to challenge you because yeah. our egos our minds are 
like as as uncomfortable our comfort zone might be, it is comfortable. It is what we know. Mm-hmm. And anything outside of that comfort zone, even though it might be a life that's 10 million times better than the way you're living now, 10 more times fulfilling and enjoy and like the pleasure and like just the beingness and the, the sacredness and deliciousness that life can be and the freedom and expansion and excitement, like all, like all the possibilities that are outside of their comfort zone, they're still out of the comfort zone and unfamiliar. So for a lot of people, as soon as they then get the personal development or the spirituality or the, like being challenged, what then happens, it's like our brain is very quick of like, nah, oh, that's too complicated. That's too much. That's too blah, blah, blah. And we kind of like push away. And this is really where it comes back to what you're saying, like an open mind. Because being open-minded is, it's the one thing that will allow you to grow. Definitely. If you're not open-minded, if you're not open to new possibilities, no new possibilities can come into your life, period. Mm. You know, the first thing I learned from one of the events I went to at the time was at the beginning of every event, they used to say, your mind is like a parachute. It works best when it's open. Oh, I love that. And I was, just like, I was just like, that's like so amazing, but what does it mean? And then I, and then I yeah. had to kind of, you know, because at the moment you're just listening to it and it's just like fluffy words. But then yeah. you look deep and you're like, your mind is like a parachute. It works best when it's open. Oh, so if you have an open mind, just like a parachute, when you jump off an airplane and you shoot that parachute open, that's, when, that's how our mind is. When we open that parachute, meaning our mind, we allow those new things and we actually attract those new things into our life where we can start being a better version of ourselves. We can start our journey in growth and we can genuinely just, I guess, upgrade the software. Just like our iPhone needs upgrading every, every few days or few months. That's how we have to do our mind. And I, I believe personal development is something like a lifelong, you can never stop learning. You can never act like you know it all. Um, I think everybody in life teaches you something. Definitely. And there's a few things in there. There's, First of all, if things aren't changing, they're dying. If, in, if we look at nature, if something isn't growing, if something isn't changing and evolving, it is dying. Yeah. So if we're not opening up our mind and allowing ourselves to grow, then we're really just doing like a slow death. Yeah. And within that, if you just to make it really tangible for people, because I love making things practical rather than like super rule, even though I can go there. <laughs> <laughs> when we make it really practical, if you're thinking about a child that is like, is completely like just curious, it's open, it's explorative, it is like, oh, I'm going to learn something new. It doesn't assume that it knows, it doesn't assume that it knows better. It is not like I know how to do things my way. And because of a result of that, when they go to school or when they're even in the playground, because they're so open and receptive without any judgments, without anything, that's how they can learn. The only way when we're going to learn or grow or evolve beyond the kind of situation that we're currently in is by really saying like, huh, maybe there's something else for me to learn here. Yeah. One of my favorite questions, like to start the day is what can I learn today? Powerful. And it's really like, we're constantly in the state of that. And like every person comes in front of you and for a reason, it has to teach you something. 
100%. in the bus driver. Like mm-hmm. even like the people that like are holding up traffic before you, they have an opportunity to teach you something, but only if you're open to it. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest enemies of learning is thinking that you know it. Like, oh, I know better. I know that already. Um, thinking that you're like better than, or even like, oh, I can teach that. Like even the masters, like the biggest masters of our time are still studying the basics of what they're doing. Yeah. If you're thinking about Michael Jordan, like he doesn't just stop going to training or stop practicing. No, he's like, how can I make that elbow like one little millimeter more like better? How can I keep improving? Even though he's been doing this for years and years and years and years. And that's really where, I mean, if you want to, if you want to live like life very mediocre and like, in just in just like the same thing for 40, 50 years of your life, like by all means go and do that. But if it, if it doesn't light your soul on fire, if you don't get out of bed, like excited, if you're like having to drag yourself to work in the morning, if you're looking at your partner and you're like, just cope, like kind of like dealing with them. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, I, I think I genuinely feel that's a selfish way to live. Mm, nice. Because when we're not our full light and expression, when we're not living our fullest possibility of our life, we either bring people up or we bring people down. Mm. So if we're just dragging ourselves through life and just settling and deep down something is eating away on us, first of all, at some point we're going to get ill, we're going to be a liability on others. But even just energetically, even just by our mood and the energy that we bring to our home, to our family, to our workspace, we drag people down. So you're a liability on society if you're not focusing on fulfilling your life to the fullest. So for the person listening right now, how does someone actually find that, that fire, that burn, that <sighs> fire that we both have? Because you have it, yeah. I have it. The people that I'm surrounded with have it, which is why I'm you know, super passionate, keep, keeps me fueled. And I always tell people what keeps me fueled every single day is the comments I get from people, the DMs, the, the private messages that something I put out there from my content has changed their life. That is, I don't, I don't need money. And I keep telling people this. I'm like, I'll be the same guy when I, when I'm starting making however many thousands in the future, I'll be the same guy now. Cause the money is not what's driving me. It never has been, even though we all want air and we want more. I just believe money uh, makes a person more of who they really are. So mm-hmm. if you're kind, if you're a giving person, if you're of service, if you're just a genuine, nice, humble person, then the more money you have, the better you do with it in the world. And I think if you're the opposite of that and you're just, um, you're just after the power and, the, and you're just greedy and you're selfish and you just want it um, as a means to probably you know, destroy other people's life or just destroy the world, then you're going to be doing more worse things the more money you have. So money is important. I always tell people that, that that's fine. Like money is important, but that cannot be the driver of our life. So for mm. you, that like how or how does someone find that that burn? Mm, such a good question. Everything starts for me with introspection. It starts with getting quiet and creating space. Mm. It starts with consistent meditation, even just consistently saying, "I'm going to go for a walk for 15 minutes a day." if meditation is not your jam and I'm just going to be present with what is happening inside me and around me. Like everything starts with presence because if you're not being able, 
if you're not able to like self-awareness first and foremost right presence is a big part of that mindfulness big part of that meditation huge part of that journaling and i know it sounds so cliche when so many people are saying it and they're like yeah yeah, yeah whatever but once you actually start religiously relentlessly doing that every single day even if it's just 10 minutes we all have 10 minutes right when we find when we are actually find, finding something value we'll make sure we prioritize it definitely how many of us are prioritizing a tv series like <laughs> and that's an hour <laughs> like come on you can prioritize 10 minutes um to discover who you are and what you desire in life because so many of us are like actually chasing what you're saying like the school the kids the marriage like all that when they really that's not really what they're passionate about so for me it's really, it starts with everything starts with like going inside and question your answers question everything question like oh i want to get a new car what has me want a new car mm. what do i believe that car is going to give me oh i want to go on holiday i need to go on holiday okay what has me need to go on holiday what do i feel that's going to give me and why do i feel the need to run away huh you know, and it's like, oh, like, um, I'm going after this promotion or got, like all, all our goals and all our the things that we want in life. Start questioning what is the underlying desire that you're trying to fill with that. And if it's actually your desire or if it's something that history, culture, society, your parents have put upon you. Because yeah. really how we're moving through the world, a lot of our blueprints is determined between the ages of well, even the third trimester of pregnancy and seven years old, those seven and a bit years are forming our blueprint of how we see the world. So the view that we have, our worldview, and it forms our beliefs. It forms like how we're moving through the world. Um, and really a lot of that, like I had so many where I was just like, huh, like around money, right? Like um, I've always been desiring to be of service. And my mom would go, and she knows this, and we talk about it all the time, and it's actually shifted now, but we had a conversation at some point. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm upping my prices to 100 an hour. Right now, I'm like, I'm worth way more than that. But at the time, it was a huge jump for me. And I said it, and she was like, that's ridiculous. You're taking people's money, and you don't need to ask that much, and da 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 da, da. And there were all these stories and I realized of how many of my money stories of belief that there was never enough, money was evil, rich people are never happy, like rich, like money is only going to cause problems, you're going to have a big house, but your marriage is going to suck. Like all of the stories, all of the beliefs that I got told or even were shown just by how they were behaving or judging people with money, all of it, I was just like, actually, that's something that I've taken on as true. But when I look underneath that, my truth was that I was, as a kid, we were driving through like the, like the villa and like the neighborhood, kind of like the more expensive, wealthy, beautiful, big, spacious homes. And I would just be excited. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get that one when I'm older. Mm. And I'm like, oh my God, like I would love to live in that house. Oh, I don't like that like tree in there, like whatever. And I was, as a kid, innocent, without any stories, without any beliefs, without any preconditions, I was like, oh, I want that. Oh, that would be very exciting. Oh, I would love, like, that would just be so fun. So those were my true desires. But by what was being taught by society, by my parents, by, like, the history, the cultural views that I was raised in, um, 
I started adapting my truth to other people's beliefs. Mm. And the only way I was able to get underneath this and to kind of dissect this and to find my truth is by going inside and learning to watch my thoughts, learning to watch my patterns, my behaviors, my actions. And then from there, question everything. Question all the question your like don't believe all your thoughts. Like really, if there's anything, guys, don't believe your thoughts. They're pretty funny and hilarious. Like most of the time they're just designing to distract us yeah. from the goodness that's trying to come into your life. So, so, don't uh, so just, to add, just to add on to what you're saying, what do you think now about overthinking then? Because I know that you're saying mm-hmm. to go deep and to, so see, that, mm-hmm. just, um, that just popped into my mind. So, so just say someone yes. right now and they're just like, yes, okay, she said this, I need to go do this, introspect, reflect on my life, go deep, um, watch my thoughts. But what if that person goes into something we both know is not good, which they go into overthinking mode? Yeah. Oh God, been there so many times. <laughs> Thank you for posing my questions because it's so important. Um, And this is why I'm not a fan of the term personal development because I don't need to be developing my person. That's my ego. That's the, 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 the characteristics, the personality that I've been taking on in life. Right. I need to be developing that. Um, The wisdom, the, 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 the essence, like the, the actual higher true self that's within me, that gets to be revealed. And that gets to be like emerging and constantly evolving. Um, so, and I'm so, I'm so loving that because really what it comes down to is dropping even deeper underneath the thoughts and the analyzing. But that's really where it starts. We all got to start somewhere, especially if you're not very used to being in this work. That's where it starts. However, then, because you can get into a rabbit hole of like, oh my God, I'm thinking this and that. Yeah. And you get oh my God, I'm judging this person. And then you start judging yourself for judging you. Like, and this is spiral. Yeah. And it goes like not into good streets. Um, it comes back to being present. Mm. It comes back to being present with our body. Because really, and there's a lot of times, like we're so in terms of psychology, therapy, like personal development, all the books, the, the, the podcasts, the videos, like all the motivation, all of that is very heady still. It's mm. very still focused on the intellect yeah. and figuring things out with our brain. Mm. When really 90% of our body is below that and 90% or so is being ruled by our subconscious and the patterning in our body. So everything that happens to us and everything that we think, we speak, we, we believe, that we experience gets stored. Our body is like a library. Yeah. So in our body, like the sensations in our body, the feelings in your stomach, whether it's contracting or it's like butterflies of excitement, whether you feel like there's tension that you're holding on in your shoulders or in your legs, your, your hip flexors are like tensing up. That's like, there's so many cues that our body gives us. And there are so many ways our bodies are actually talking to us and communicating with us. And there's so much wisdom in our body that getting into the embodiment of things and getting underneath those thoughts into what is actually present and happening right here, right now? Like the trees are moving. I'm seeing the birds fly. I'm just like, like the wood of the table. Like the, the, what is here? What is present? How is my body feeling? Am I actually breathing? A lot of people are not really breathing. Can I drop my breath down? Can I sink deeper into my chair? Can I allow gravity and life to hold me? And really that's when we get out of it. I'm overthinking and actually getting like, okay, what is here? Really all my needs are met. Like in this now moment, is there actual life danger? 
Not really. Mm. Do I have everything I need exactly when I need it right now? Yeah. Everything is here. Great. So now, now, what would love to now? What would be the best next step forward? We only need to know that the next little step. Yeah, I love that. I, I, I had um, uh, uh, one of the one of the first few episodes of the episode. I had uh, some an, um, an amazing guy called Ben Newman on the on the show, and he's a mental strength a mental strength conditioning coach. And mm-hmm. he said something really powerful that you just mentioned. He said, "Every day, just fight to fight to become one step better than you were yesterday." But he basically, his whole message that he shares, even through his content every day, is just, yeah, he talks about the working hard and the hustle and um, and find that burn and the desire within you that's going to keep you going in your life. But he says every single day, just take a small action step. One small action step every single day will eventually, I promise you, will get you to that long-term vision. But mm-hmm. if you don't take the action, which is what I always talk about, it's getting out of your head and into doing Because I think someone asked me only yesterday on LinkedIn at the time of this podcast, like someone asked me yesterday on LinkedIn, random person, never met them, never spoke to them ever, ever before. But somehow I was connected to them on LinkedIn and they just messaged me randomly yesterday because I put out a post on overthinking. And they said, how do I stop overthinking? So mm. before I answer any question, I ask another question back to the person that asked me a question. Because I think, again, like you said, like it's it's always getting down to the root cause. Because I've never, I don't know this person. I don't know what context they're talking about. I, I replied to them by saying, it depends on what your situation is. What are you overthinking? So then actually, when I know what you're overthinking, then I can actually give you some some of my thoughts on what I think I would do if I was in your situation. But I always tell people like, I'm not a professional. You should obviously definitely find out from an expert or someone that knows more than me. I'm just a guy that that is learning on a personal growth journey, sharing things from the people I meet that have been through things. And I'll give an example. A lot of people know that I've never been through depression or anxiety or been like super stressed out and stuff like that in my life. I've always had gratitude, which has kept me, which is probably my biggest driver every single day for my whole, since, since I was small. Like I've just, because I've been raised in a family where, where low, we're, not, we're not rich, We're pretty much lower slash middle class. I've I've done what every other normal average kid does. I've had average grades in school, so I'm not a smart person at all. But the one thing I've always had is just this energy and this drive and this passion to do something more with my life. And I never believed in just, I'm just going to work in one company for 50 years and then die broke. Like, I was just like, there's more. Don't get the point in that. I was like, no, nah. I was like, and then, you know, then I started, um, then I went, when I was going into business and I was doing the online business, then I was like learning from there that, no, that's when the word dream came back into my life at the age of 21. Because mm. if you're listening to this right now, when's the last time someone actually asked you, what is your dream? What is it that you really want in your life? Screw everything else. What is it that you want right now? When I got asked that question, I was just like, I was just like shocked, like, sheesh, I don't know what I want because I've been taught to know what I want. And I didn't, yeah. and other people were telling me what I should have or what I should do. And the day I stopped caring about other people's opinions and I just thought, let me go deep now and introspect and think and write down what it is that I want. That's really when things start moving, things start changing. And it's because I took that pen and the journal and I actually wrote down things That was my small action step that got me to where I am today to 
to help others to put out the inspiring content that I do to to be a world class speaker to travel the world and and go to countries that people need my energy and need to hear what my message is cuz i think most of, most people nowadays just like you said earlier like there's so much information out there so much the internet is full of wisdom and knowledge and growth like there's so many things that you can learn but you can also go into overthinking mode you can go into you can become a personal development junkie where every day you're just learning things and growing yourself but what are you really doing like you yeah, can't isn't it yeah and it's so interrupt you there but it's it's just something really important because so many people are now reading all the books and listening to all the podcast but what are we actually implementing like you're saying and what are we actually embodying and that is as much as I'm yes for the action because action creates results underneath that is dropping into the being and dropping from your head into your heart and dropping lower because that the action action like hustle like take steps forward go 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 fight 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 it is very much pushing and 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 yes there is times that we need to push but a lot of our society has been pushing for so much that we're having burnouts rising on like no other Everyone is numbing, whether it's alcohol, porn, whether it's gaming, whether it's TV, whether it is like podcasts and self-development mm-hmm. can even be a way of numbing and escaping mm-hmm. because they, we're just like overrunning things. And what actually what we need, a lot of us, I would say almost 90%, especially of our generation, the younger generation, is to create more silence and more space and less input Mm. so that we can actually learn to trust what is within mm. because everything you need or anything every direction or wisdom or like the question of like what do i need to do with my overthinking actually when we would dive underneath it and dive within and drop into our heart and our being the answer will be there like all of my clients like the biggest thing that i do with my clients is like you say like asking questions back and holding space for them and they usually end up like oh my god i just answered my own question mm. oh i just I figured it out myself and i'm like yeah i am here to empower you and to show you how powerful and magical you are and that you have every bit of wisdom that you need already within you as long as you learn how to access it mm. and just to add on to that as well just really quickly like i think what you said was spot on and i think don't you think sometimes like you said in our generation because we are creating that space and we need that silence people need someone to talk to oh yes isn't it right like because when you think about our generation is all about social media and hustle and go grind and work hard and all of that kind of stuff right which i'm all about which i love don't get me wrong i share with people how much i hustle and i love that's me though like you don't have to be like me i'm just i just probably have a bigger dream and a bigger vision than some people but what that that and that's okay because every everyone's dream is unique and different to yourself and you're going to you're going to be working at this pace and the level that you need to be so you don't have to compare yourself with others that's something another that's a whole different subject by itself <laughs> but what I was trying to kind of add on to what you're saying is that space and stuff is needed because nowadays i think the the reason why i get messages like that is because people genuinely don't have someone in their life right now that they can just be open honest and have that vulnerable conversation with and that's why 
a friend of mine yesterday when I was with him, he asked me, how come you always have, like, because I showed him some of the conversations I'm having with people, random people I don't know, strangers on social media that ask me questions that I'm, I always reply to and I, I want to be of service and I never expect anything from it. I just want to do it from the kindness of my heart. I just want to help this person however I can, if it's through a text message or whatever. So I, I replied to them and I was showing him some of the conversations. He's like, how the hell do you get, like, like, how do you find time to go into so many of these deep conversations with people? I was like, bro, I make time. Because I care about human beings, I care about people. Mm. I don't just give people a one one-liner reply. I, I genuinely go deep into my conversations and try and get them to understand my perspective or my thoughts. And I just want to help them. So the reason why people ask me questions is because they need someone to talk to. They find me a, a, an, an easy target to talk to because they look at my content and they see, oh, this guy's a speaker. He puts out this positive content and this inspiring stuff. Maybe, let me just ask him a question. What's the worst that's going to happen? I don't know him. And I think most of the time people go to strangers, right? Because they don't know you. They don't really care about you or stuff like that. And they want to just get some kind of an answer from you that can potentially change their life. Yeah. And there's something really important that you said there, like making the time. Because we live in a generation that says, I don't have the money for that. I don't have the time for that. Like that's on a repeat. We're like, no, no time. No, no time. No, I'm too busy. No, I don't have the money. And then really like, when we want to make time, when we want to make money or like create the money and the funds and the time for the things that we find valuable. Like, yes. Like first of things that I teach to people, I'm like, just say it's not my priority and look how that sounds. Right. But then with that time, it is our most valuable asset. It's the only thing that we can't get more of in our life. And there is so many things asking our attention and there's so many things we should be doing or feel like we have to do in order to be successful or be contributing. And it's like the whole thing with social media, like it, it makes so many more things to us available, which makes our brain and go like, Ooh, more, 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 more exciting, fleshy stuff, like instant gratification, more, more of everything. And what gets lost in that is like, you're saying the connection. Mm. And I would challenge what you're saying. Like people don't have people to talk to everyone, every single person in the world desires to be seen, to be heard, to be loved, to be understood. Every single human being on the planet. And as human beings, we naturally care for things. Mm -hmm. We care. Caring is natural. It's just, what do we care about? Yeah. And so with that, knowing those two things, knowing that most of our people, like most of the people around us are actually screaming for connection. Mm -hmm screaming for intimacy and intimacy doesn't mean sexual intimacy is all intimacy emotional intimacy mm. like actual genuine connection everyone is screaming for that but to create intimacy we got to create trust and both take time yeah and the slowing down and not running around and being on our phone 24 7 like that's gonna like the the building of that intimacy and trust and the time to do, to create those spaces is going to require some of the sacrificing, the hustle, the grind, the running around, the drinking, the gaming, all of that. Mm -hmm. And really what I want to invite people to look at is like, oh, I don't have anyone to talk to. Even when what we say will create. Mm -hmm. But what if you, what would happen if you would be the person that starts talking? Because that's what's happening with you and me. We are the ones that saying like, okay, like I'm going to open up and it's a risky thing, right? It feels vulnerable in the beginning, Yeah. but I made a choice, a conscious choice is to start being more open and start being more vulnerable 
with the end result being like that me too. Like I have such an incredible support system. I've been in community from all over the world. I have the deepest, most beautiful relationships and friendships. I have such a community that I can lean on, that I can support on where it is in my deepest lows or in my highest highs. There's such an incredible network of support. And I only allow that into my life because I opened up and started being more vulnerable and being more open mm. and start a little bit by little bit, like step by step, building more trust by being a little bit more vulnerable and sharing a little bit more of myself. And especially for like those of you guys listening, like what would happen if in your environment you would just open a little bit more? How many people would then actually, what you find is that they turn around and like, oh my God, me too. Mm, exactly. And everyone around you takes up a sigh of relief. And it's like finally feeling that permission to also let their guard down a little bit. Mm. So I'm disagreeing with like, oh, I don't have anyone to talk to. I think that's a bullshit excuse of yeah. keeping our guard up and actually hiding a fear of being vulnerable. And I think it's normal as well. Like it's just like a human being defense system, you know, like yeah. especially when you're someone that's gone through a lot of crap in your life or some trauma. Totally, totally. totally. It's, it's just a massive defense system. Any guy, if, if someone's been in a relationship and it's broken, any guy that comes into their life, they're just like, I hate all men. And because of that one saying in their brain and they keep saying it over and over again and play this tape and play this story, for some reason they just, they, they just, they believe what they're saying in their head. And, and then it, it becomes reality. So really it comes down to what you were saying earlier, like to go deep within to introspect, to reflect on our own life and just find who we truly are. And when we need help, ask for help. Don't be scared and don't be fearful. That's the time we've got to really try to take that step to just to, to, to open up and be vulnerable. Otherwise, nothing will change, right? You, you just get deeper and deeper in the rabbit hole. But I think sometimes a lot of the people that I meet nowadays just want to talk to me because I just sit there and listen, right? I genuinely just listen to people and listening is another skill that I learned, which has helped me so much in my life. Firstly, yeah. because people want to be heard. Sometimes you, we need, as much as I'm a speaker, I love to talk. You were saying earlier on, like when you go, when you speak, you go deep in and you go all in, so I have to stop you. But that's okay because like naturally we are those people that want to be of service and help people. So we want to talk more. Sometimes talking less is better. Sometimes mm, asking yeah. the question and just shouting out, I learned so much more when I just meet people now and just ask them a question, like a long-winded uh, question, but then I just shut up afterwards. And then they just speak and speak and speak and they get deeper and suddenly emotions come out and then they go to another story and then it gets all amazing things come out and you're just sitting there listening and learning from that person and trying to figure out what can I take away from this message or from this person's life that I can either change or um, make better in my own life or just learn from so so you so we can just become a better person so I think listening is one of the biggest skills and also learning to listen to yourself that's the first learning, that's the number one right yeah 100% and then and then listening to others and really really want to just because I know I'm banging on about it but it's so important to drop out of our thoughts in our head and into our body and into our being and what would it look like to drop a little bit deeper into trusting that everything's happening for us and that everything is taken care of and trusting, trusting people, trusting ourselves, 
like just opening up that little bit more, softening that little bit more. Like what would happen if you allow yourself to do that? Mm. And I know it's so scary for a lot of us to even think about that. Mm. And I, I know because I used to stuff all my emotions down and I would have it all together and be in this independent and superwoman and like running around and, oh my God, like hustling ground in London, right? I was, I came to London and was self-employed, was a dancer, had no work, no money, no nothing. I had to make it happen mm. some way, one way, shape, one way or, or whatever. <laughs> and it was tough. It was not easy, but I fucking made it happen. But it was also disconnecting me from myself. Yeah. And I was feeling like I had to do everything on my own. And it came to a point because I was getting so disconnected from myself. I was like, well, I'm over. I feel like if I'm going to feel anything right now, if I just open up the lid a little bit, there's going to be dragons coming out of the basement and I'm not going to survive whatever is stored deep down in all these emotions. Mm. And I remember the first time in the workshop that I actually allowed myself to open the basement and look what was deeply stored within me. And after that, I was like, oh my God, I felt everything. I cried, I screamed, all of it, and I didn't die. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> I survived and I feel actually way better. And that was a key turning point for me of having the courage to feel what was within and then to experience, I mean, it's trust really. It's like that mix of courage and trust and having a little bit of faith of like, well, I feel pulled towards this. I feel like there's something there. So I guess we're going. Trusting that gut feeling. Yeah. Trusting that gut feeling, trusting your heart, trusting your intuition and just like, okay, full fear ahead. <laughs> Let's go. Mm-hmm. And it, it's drastically transformed my life in so many ways. Like I'm living my dream life. Like literally I'm sitting in the house that I've manifested for years with the business, with the partner, like with the friends, like everything in my life is so beyond what I ever already imagined. And now I'm like, okay, so what, what else is possible? What's next? What more can we do? What more can we create? How many more people can we help do the same? And that's just, it's so worth it. Taking that journey on of going deeper within your body, your being, your heart and seeing what's there. 100%. I love that. I love that. Uh, Liziana, thank you so much for everything you shared. Honestly, like I've just been sitting here listening myself. And as I said to you at the beginning, like I love these podcast episodes because I genuinely just learn from the the guests myself. I sit here and I just wish that, and I actually not wish, but I know every single person that listens to the podcast genuinely get so much value the messages i get afterwards the feedback that people give me that on a certain guest this person said something and changed their life or helped them change his perspective or thought for me that's what it's all about like the fact that you've just given me an hour of your time in your life after like all the hustle and grind and hard work that you've been through it just makes me so humbled and just super grateful just to have friends like you in my life to connect with people that way i can have these deep meaningful conversations with so I'm just so grateful. And I know that we're going to run out of time soon. So um, as, you, as you know, I told you at the beginning that at the end of the podcast, I have something called the final four, where I ask the guest four questions that you, have, that you don't know. And the first thing that comes into your head, you just shoot. Go so for the, it. So the first question I got for you, because I know that you're all about energy, right? You're all about manifesting energy, positive vibes. And like for you, energy is a big thing. I felt you when oh. I went to the event in London, you said that you felt me, that energy... I think energy is so, so powerful for the people that can manifest it and find how to, um, how to feel, feel that from within. So for you, in one sentence, how would you define the word energy? Mm. 
it's everything. Mm. Everything is energy. Energy never dies. Any energy only transmutes. Energy is every single thing. Like every single thing on this planet is energy. I love that. That's it. That's it. I love it. Everything is energy. That's 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 the punchline. I, I love it. Um, the second thing I want to ask you is, what's the one video or a documentary or a movie that you've seen personally that somehow has helped you in your life, like in in your journey of growth or in mindset, in personal development, in in mindfulness, whatever it could be. One film, Specific- or one movie. Oh, a film or movie. Oh, yeah. or a documentary or. Like a video. Okay. Is it something you want someone, everyone to go and watch this? So many. I know. I know. Um, so many. Mm, oh, so you know what the funny thing is? Now only what comes into my mind are like books. I'm like, well, that's not that's, your question. That's the next one. You might, okay, shoot that one. Tell me that one. What's the, what's the one book? I know there's hundreds. <laughs> trust me. Every guest always say, why do you ask that? Because there's so many. But what is the one book then? Let's go for that one first. Can I do two books? Okay, do two books. <laughs> um, first one is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks uh-huh. when we learn really what happens when we start expanding our life and we start like going outside of the comfort zone and like learning how to navigate being on the edges of the comfort zone and how to actually expand and grow our life mm-hmm. um, I've read that book like five times and every single time I'm like in this moment of expansion I'm like reading it again um, and I listen to everything on Audible and I listen to it on one and a half speeds. So I'm like, just like, um, and the other book, the reason I want to share this book is because we spoke about this of like shifting with just one little simple action. And just even that one degree of like, if you would have a boat sailing through the ocean and you would just steer it one degree off of the current route that it's taking in the end, you would t- end up completely somewhere else. Mm. Um, and something that is so simple and so actionable and just so incredible is this book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it, it's tangible, it's simple, it's practical, it's based on science, it's actionable. And it's really a book that allows you to create the habits. And our habits and our practices are ultimately what create our life. Mm-hmm. What we practice, we become. Definitely. So that's because we spoke about this. Um, it's a beautiful book that is just Came to mind. so profound. Amazing. I love that. So make sure you guys go and pick that up, those two books. Um, I also put it in like the, the, the bio or the description or just reach out to me if you want to know what they're called. Um, but could you figure out, did you, while you were think, thinking of those two books, did you find a movie or a video or a documentary that you've seen? It could be anything. Yeah, there is this, oh, I can't come up with a name right now. It's a documentary on YouTube. Is okay. it Akasha, Akasha or something like that? Okay. Um, and I know it's horrible that I don't even know the name right now, but it's <laughs> so perf- it so just breaks open what kind of matrix and system we've been living in. Mm. Um, you know, what? I'm gonna send it. To, I'm gonna find it and I'll send it to you so you can put it in the show notes because it's it's miraculous and not many people know about it. Okay. Um, it will literally sh- flip your perspective on the world that we live in. Amazing. Okay. Awesome. All right. Cool. I'll we, I'll put that into the show notes. So everyone can check that out. Hundred percent. So the last question I got for you before you shoot off is something that I ask all the guests, and it's it's like a it always makes them think. But the one clue I'll give you is they always choose someone that's dead. So here's the question: If you can spend a few hours to learn from someone's wisdom, whether they're dead or alive, 
who would that person be and why? Mm. So a few hours to learn from that person's wisdom, whether dead or alive. Yeah. That you've, that, that you've oh. looked up to, that you love, that mm-hmm. wish that you could have had some of their time to ask them something. Mm, Dr. Wayne Dyer, wow. Conversations with God. Wow, okay. Someone else mentioned that, actually. Okay, cool. Why, why, oh. why, do you, why do you choose him? Or what would you want to ask him? It's, it's just, like, his books. And if you haven't read them, another one of those books, which is, like, Actually, yeah, that, that shared that same book in the, in the, in the podcast. <laughs> Conversations with God. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, it just, it's so profound and so true. And his connection and just the way, his wisdom that is not even his, it's just coming through him. Mm. Um, just absolutely mind-blowing. Like, I don't even have words to be describing what this man, how this man and through the books that he's been channeling and writing, um, completely allowed my, like myself, I can only speak for myself, to change my relationship with life mm. and the universe or God or spirit like, but just really just life. Like my, my view on life, my, the way I'm moving through the world, like the level of trust and surrender that I get to now live in, so much of that comes from that book. Amazing. I love it. So guys, if you haven't checked that book out, which again, Virginia shared on, the, on, the, on, the, on one of the last few episodes, is Conversations of God by Dr. Wayne Dyer. Um, something that I told, I promised Virginia that I'll also look into and, and, and read at some point or actually listen to, let's say, because everybody knows I don't like reading books. Um, but I will definitely get a chance to, um, to check that out. But honestly, thank you so much for, again, sharing, sharing your wisdom and, and your time with me. And everything you shared, I know is going to have a deep and massive impact on everyone's life. How is the best way everybody can go reach out to you? Because if you're listening right now, guys, you know I don't bring one guest to, onto the podcast for fun you know these are genuine amazing people and amazing souls that are on a mission to help so many people and be of service to others um so please 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 make sure after she says what she's going to say now you go and connect with her genuinely and leave her a message tell her you listen to the episode and give her some love so how can everyone reach out to you luciana Mm, best best way is instagram like I just live on that platform. <laughs> um, and my handle is at my heart moves, my heart moves. Um, and really drop in like any questions, anything that comes up in like listening to this, like I love connecting with people and hearing how it resonates and, and just like you say, like supporting and having conversations and just contributing to people's lives. So anytime and every, like just reach out on Instagram, um, every like other platform i'm like i'm really not doing the online game as much anymore Mm. except for instagram i've just i've really simplified my life um and i love being like the real-time connections and allowing online to be contributing to my offline life yeah but really it's it's i'm on instagram every single day but i am very much enjoying the simplicity of just having one platform to attend to (laughs) yeah it just keeps you so focused is it, as well, isn't it? No ah. distractions are everywhere. Because for me, like, I'm not going to lie, I'm on every, every every platform. So when I post something, I post the same thing on every platform. So it can get a bit too much, but I always, like, I'm tuned in with myself. So I know 
and and by the way, I put out the post the other day saying that for other people like um, to not have distract or use social media as a distraction or to watch silly videos or like to be scrolling meaninglessly hours and hours on social media doing nothing. And someone left a comment saying, but you're always on there. And I was like, I, I, I literally just um, replied saying, I post twice a day and I only, and, and my feed is only personal development and people that I genuinely want to learn from. So I was like, I'm not on I there. I fell into my, no, and that's <laughs> the thing, right? There is like, how are you spending your time on there? Like I'm on there to post my stuff to connect with my community. Mm-hmm. And there is like maybe five, six people that I actually like look at their content, but yeah. that's it. Mm. And it's, it's really, if anything, guys, like simplify your life. Like when you look at, like, let's say you have a kitchen and there's like all these like cups and mugs in there, you're going to appreciate them. Mm. But if you have two or three that you really genuinely love and they're beautiful and they're like, like, just like, oh, just epic how much more are you going to enjoy that? And that's the same thing that I've been doing with my social media and everywhere. So Instagram, my heart moves. Um, that's where we'll just hang out together. <laughs> and, and they, so they can go on Instagram and ask you like any questions or any, anything. To do. Okay. Amazing. Cool. So make sure oh, guys, nice. go and check her out. She's, she kept it simple for you. Go to her Instagram, my heart moves and check, check out all her stuff. She also puts like really nice, uh, deep conversation, like uh, captions in her, in her um, posts. So check those out. Uh, but yes, thank you so much. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I'm, I'm so grateful that you spent this much time with me. And I know we're going running over as well, but honestly, thank you so much for your time and for everything that you shared. And I genuinely want everyone to go and connect with you. Um, and I just want to say, like, keep up the great work. Keep, keep doing what you're doing. And I am always here when you need. And, and if you need any, any, any help from my side or anything from me, please let me know as well. I'm always here to help um, and, and be of service to everyone that comes into my community and my life. So... Thanks for, thanks for being on the episode. And hopefully, hopefully, when you're back in London, we'll catch up really, really soon. Definitely. Thank you so much for having me on. No worries. Take care of yourself. Bye. If you're still there, I just want to say a massive thank you for your attention and your time. It really means a lot to me. Please do me one favor and subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends and leave a rating on whichever platform you're listening to this. It would honestly mean the world to me. Thank you so much once again. I hope that this episode brought value and inspiration into your life and I'll see you guys next week.